Just want to remind you, tomorrow we're going to have a very special oh, show. Yeah. Um, Bradley and Don are going to be filling in for us tomorrow, which could just be a whole, it will be a whole lot of different fun. It, it, from, and, what, from what I hear, it's going to be a little combination of what they do. Oh, and what you do. Fun. So we've got a little, you might, you might find some maybe potential blind items. Oh, I, lo- I love the blind items. Yeah. That'll be fun. Oh, I love and the pink ticket giveaway, items. it's going to be today. It's going to be tomorrow too with them. And yeah. Grant has a day off too. Yeah. And Lori and I don't, Lori will be back in studio Monday. Mm-hmm. She's coming back from so the have, big island. I have to say thank you to you two for being the pickable champions that you are and getting me that day I did. off. Thank, thank you. you. That's that was a moment, oh, me and Grant, where at one point oh. I think we're holding hands on the sidelines. We high five like it win. was. You guys Sweating. winning that pickleball. I mean, that was that was my version of every Super Bowl, Super Bowl uh, combined. Goosebumps right now. So right, fun. we had right now. so much fun. That was fun. Oh. Remember me running around in my pickle suit and pink tutu? Oh, yes. God. And you guys were just oh, it was amazing. You guys were focused, ready to go, watching, awesome. watching. I was so Steve trying to hit you guys with every ball (laughs) and you casually coming back. That was so fun to me as a watcher. I I was having a blast and I had to act non biased. That was the biggest lie. (laughs) (laughs) I I want everyone to win. The pickle pickle with the pink t shirt. Oh, Oh, it was funny. That was so funny. It was a fun day. It was funny. Okay, so. You know, yesterday during our show, we found out Richard Lewis, the comedian and actor and a regular on Curb Your Enthusiasm, passed away at 79 from a heart attack. Apparently, a year a year and a half ago, he uh, was diagnosed with Parkinson's disease. And, he's, and he said he was just tippy, you know, tippy, kind of tippy and didn't know what was up. And, um, and three weeks, just three weeks ago, he said, you know, I'm doing really good. I feel really good. And there's poignant, if you're a Curb Your Enthusiasm watcher, um, it's been on the air for so long. 12 seasons, right? Yeah, but I, they've been spread out yeah, because we had the COVID a, years, yeah. we've had years, so I feel like it's been on the air forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And But I feel like the curmudgeonness of Larry David mm-hmm. is, like he, I, I had to go back and watch last night because I, I hadn't finished episode one of the season. And I went back and watched, and he's having this fight, full-on verbal attack fight with Siri on our iPhones. I saw that and in I'm the just car. Like, it was so relatable. And I'm just like, yes! I know. I can't even get Siri to call my niece. Because, saying her name, by the way, she listens. Oh yeah. But I mean, it was just so relatable, and sometimes the crap that comes out of his mouth, I think... <laughs> We all want to say that. Especially as Minnesotans or Midwesterns, uh, we would uh, have never, never be that, like, attack. I look, my phone is talking right now, by the way. Oh, it's no. mad at me. Oh, mine doesn't thinks- listen. Oh, good. I turn that thing off, that, I'm not, that yeah. S word off, so yeah. that I don't have to hear it all the time. Oh, it's just so funny. But, I mean, he is just oh, funny. And there's a poignant, because Richard Lewis is in this season. Mm-hmm. And and there's some poignant things that happen, but here's I just want to honor him because he yeah. he really had the most beautiful hair oh. ever of a comic. I mean, he's just had beautiful '70s long shaggy hair. But mm-hmm. here here's his life story a little bit. Richard Lewis turned sarcasm and self-deprecation into an art form. Born to a Jewish family in Brooklyn in 1947, Lewis began his career as a stand-up comedian in the 1970s, breaking through on the late-night circuit. 
I used to sit around the table with all the relatives. They used to put me down in harmony. It was like really an embarrassing thing. You'll never make it, you'll never make it, you know, kind of thing. He made his acting debut in the 1979 satirical film Diary of a Young Comic, about a struggling comedian who moves from New York to Los Angeles, a story that mirrored his own journey. As his fame grew, so too did his personal struggles. Lewis battled drug addiction, alcoholism, and depression. He got sober in the mid-1990s and enjoyed a career renaissance when good friend Larry David cast Lewis in the hit comedy series Curb Your Enthusiasm. Their irreverent on-screen relationship continued into the latest season, which is currently airing on HBO. I'm going to be waking up at 5 o'clock every morning and giving Wordle away. You'll never do another Wordle for the rest of your life. Yeah, you do that. I'll wake up at 4 every morning and ruin it for you. They're talking about how rude Wordle. I know. I mean, they Which just is made... like the level of petty that we should all strive to have. I mean, because I just, I, that just, I was like, yes. And then that clip actually goes on where he's like, well, I have, you know, he's like, I have a friend in New York, so I'll call it four. Well, then I have a friend in Israel, so I can call it like three. They just keep going I'm going to call my friend in Sydney. <laughs> We're two days advanced. Perfect. It's so funny. Yeah. It's so funny. It's funny. And then just here's, here's some more. Good morning. His publicist says the 76-year-old comedian died of a heart attack at his L.A. home. Richard Lewis has been making us laugh for decades, most recently starring alongside his childhood friend Larry David in Curb Your Enthusiasm. They were born in the same hospital just days apart and met at camp at age 12. David, now one of many stars remembering the comedy legend. Open the door. I don't know how to open the door. <laughs> On Curb Your Enthusiasm, Richard Lewis and Larry David were bonded by bickering. You never call me. You always pick the restaurant. What are, you, what are, you, are we married? I don't, I don't understand. Am I dating you? Friendship that went well beyond the show. In a tribute to Lewis, David says he had that rare combination of being the funniest person and also the sweetest. But today he made me sob. And for that, I'll never forgive him. His presence still felt in the final season of Curb. This morning, fans are pointing to a now resonant clip in a recent episode. Lewis playing a somewhat fictionalized version of himself, telling his friend, Larry, is in his will. I'm leaving you in my will. I'm tweaking it, and you're in it. No, 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 don't, don't do that. It's done. You're in. I don't want to be in it. I have money. I don't need it. Give it to someone who needs it. When I die, I want you to know how much I care about you. The two real-life friends lovingly bickering on screen until the end. I bet Larry David's is heartbroken. Oh, I know. And it was really weird, because last night on Watch What Happens Live, Annie Cohen showed Cheryl Hines, and then what's the the redheaded neighbor you know that Susie Susie yes the car- whoever plays Susie was on mm-hmm. and I fell asleep so I didn't hear if they brought it up but I know it came up on Jimmy Kimmel last night and you know there's something it just it, it something completely different because I recently have come back in contact in the last few years with someone that I went to summer camp with at Camp Widgie Wagon oh wow and Susan mm. um and um you know, these guys became friends at summer camp. Yeah. Albert Brooks and Rob Reiner became best friends at summer camp. I wow. mean, summer camp, that time when you're young yeah. and you're yes. forming your personality and who you're going to be in your character and you meet someone and it's just kind of, I think it's really cool. It's magical. I've, I've never been to the summer camp and <sighs> I, I have such images of like late night giggles and fun stuff like that. I mean, it sounds, sounds magical. It, it really, it was fun. But Richard Lewis and Jamie Curtis... Um, credits him because they worked on um, that show called Anything But Love. It had four seasons. I totally want to go back and watch it. And she credits him with her sobriety. 
because he got sober and then she was addicted to opioids, I believe, and she got sober. Wow. Her pills, quaaludes, I think it was that opi- it was pre-opioids. Mm-hmm. And she just talks about how um, this man just had a special gift because he was curmudgeon-y, but he had a heart too, you know? Everyone loved him. We can play it. There's more about okay. his life. We've got time. There's yeah, more let's about play it. It's about a minute. It goes Perfect. more into just because we've been talking a lot about his curb. Yeah. This goes into like his general career and all the things that kind of he accomplished in that Jamie Lee Curtis. So as a stand-up comic, Lewis found fame in the 80s. Would you welcome Richard Lewis? His anxious neurotic delivery reflected <laughs> in the titles of his specials. I'm in pain. I'm exhausted. I'm doomed. <laughs> he put his comedy chops to work in the Mel Brooks parody Robin Hood, Men in Tights. I don't want to hear any bad news. What type of news is it? Well, to be perfectly frank, it's bad. I knew it! And the sitcom Anything But Love. For four seasons, he shared the screen with Jamie Lee Curtis, who says Lewis was deep and so freaking funny, adding, he also is the reason I'm sober. He helped me. I'm forever grateful for him for that act of grace alone. Last year, he revealed he was diagnosed with Parkinson's disease. I'm under a doctor's care and everything is cool. Richard Lewis was married for nearly 20 years. In a statement, his wife, Joyce Slapinski, thanked everyone for their love, friendship and support. His Curb co-star Cheryl Hines says to be loved by Richard Lewis was a true gift. It'd just be so weird if you're working with someone one day and the next day they're not there. I mean, yeah, it just made me... Yeah. It makes me feel sad. It's very sad. Anyway, he just... I loved Robin Hood Men in Tights. Oh, oh so nice. They were tight, hysterical. Tights. Tights. We roam around the forest looking for fights. I know Dave Chappelle was in that. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a funny yeah. movie. Oh, anyway. Yeah. yeah. It's a hard one. Yeah, I, feel like- I just feel... I think he touched the hearts and was friends with a lot of people. Um, Bat Midler did a tribute. I didn't... You know... I can't think of all the names of everybody right now, but yeah, he yeah, and and if you watched the show too, even oh. before he announced that he had Parkinson's, yeah. and we learn now that he had a heart, he died of a heart attack. Mm-hmm. He, you know, he he looked. He didn't look well for the past five, six, seven years exactly. at least. Exactly. Yeah. So there was always like this. I always wondered what was up, but when you know that diagnosis of Parkinson's came uh-huh. came in, and actually, I you know, Lily, I, she's a nurse and. We're big fans of Curb, and I just showed her a picture when I got home last night. And yep. I said, you know, sad news, Richard died. And then she looked, and she goes, did he have Parkinson's? Just by looking at him. Really? Yeah. And she oh, had, she's a good nurse, she's that good one. Nurse. Like, she must Lily. be emergency room nurse. I was like, proud of you, girl. Good I on you. I love it. Thanks yeah. for sharing that. Yeah. All right. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to have the dirtler. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. 
What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. All right, Grant, what kind of dirt do we have today? Well, we're going to go back to the set of rust. Well, not the set of rust, but one of the trials right now currently going on from the set of rust, which is dealing with Hannah Gutierrez-Reed, mm-hmm. who is currently being, um, is currently going through the court systems for her involvement in the Rust shooting. She but was the gun in ear. She was the armorer. Armor. Armor. The gun, gun like, in ear is also... In, I couldn't think of the name of the person. Nailed it. Nailed it. The gun in ear. Yes. So here's the deal. Now, there is footage that has been shown within this case that will probably be going into the same case that uh, Alec Baldwin will be facing for manslaughter. His trial doesn't begin till July. But in this footage, they show Alec Baldwin rushing and rushing to get this second scene done where the actual fatal shooting happens. We heard this. Oh, you heard this? It, well, no, we knew this that day that he had cut corners, wanted to get it done. Yes, but this is footage that has not been seen oh, up until okay. this point. So okay. he can actually show him going, one more, one more, right away, let's reload, actually yelling at the cast saying, why don't we have two guns ready to go? And so Hannah Gutierrez-Reed, she, you know, quickly said, you know, she was put in a kind of a rough position because right after the first scene happened, after he did it, he actually used the gun to point at people to tell them what to do. Like, you need to reload, reload one more time, one more time. Let's get this going. So Hannah was saying that she was forced to quickly get this reloaded. And that is where the mistake may have come into play. It's, it's, but the big but new- why would they have live ammunition? Yeah, that's what, why that's, would that even be available? It shouldn't be available. And that's where the that's Hannah's. Yeah, that's where she. She's being so it should have been no big deal because it was should be a non-issue. It should be, but at the same time, when you're, I, I, I'm not, I'm not speculating here, but what they're saying is that that, that this will be this will come into play into his because okay. he's saying that for his he is saying that he was only a creative producer, not a supervising producer role, which in this footage. He's definitely supervising, not being the creative producer behind the scenes. He's telling, he's kind of directing. We need to do this one more time. That's the 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 big part about this. So it's it's not as much against Hannah as it. This is more damning against Alec Baldwin, okay. and this will come into play and when his case starts in July. So we'll see where that goes. But um, I also want to mention um, about uh, David Duchovny. You know, we, we, we you, you guys are a fan of David Duchovny, oh, right? Yeah, California, yeah, of course. Californication, fantastic yeah. show. X Files, X Files, right? Well, he's going to be doing a podcast, and I know we don't like to talk too much because we have an amazing podcast here, the Lori <laughs> and Julia show is podcasted every day, and you can check it out at mytalk1071.com or wherever your podcasts are. But I want to mention this; it's cool because it's called Fail Better. And he's going to be diving deep into screwing up in life. And so he's going to be talking about how he failed in life and how he failed personally and how he failed in acting and in his career. But at the same time, he's going to be bringing on some big name guests to do the same along with him. And these names get me Ben Stiller and Bette Midler are going oh, to be the first wow. two guests to come along on this Imagine ride Imagine when you're a celebrity, you can get your celebrity friends to do it. But right, can, I, I, but yeah, exactly. You get that 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 power. But to have Bette Midler on and hear some of her success and it. failure stories and how she got to where she got to as a kid who grew up listening to her with my mom in the car all the time, 
I'm actually interested to hear what she had to say about it. But it's just this is going to come out in May of 2024. It's going to be a seasonal weekly episode. But it's a great the idea of how to fail better and how failing makes you a well, better people person. People always say that you you if you have dreams and ideas, if you haven't failed, you haven't tried hard enough. I know. I mean, Isn't that true? And then I want to listen to a podcast about failing fast. Ooh. And it's the Getting idea. Getting it over with. <laughs> yeah, like the idea. Well, pretty much. It's like the idea of trying something. I like that. And when it's not working. Pivot. Pivot or get out or whatever. It's not the idea of like keep putting money into it, keep putting time into it. If it's not serving you, fail fast. Um, and I thought that was just so interesting. Mm-hmm. It's like failure is not inevitable, but how you fail. And everyone needs to fail. Obviously. Yeah. So, I don't know. I just wanted to mention that one. Bette Midler was the main reason. I know that... Uh, it's just kind of a, it seems like a great guest to have yeah. and Ben Stiller. But we also want to talk a little bit about, this is not too much dirt, but it was, people were throwing off because on Tuesday, when Rihanna announced on screen she was having a collaboration with ASAP Rocky, yes. a lot of her fans thought that might be a new song or some new music. Mm-hmm. But in fact, they collaborated together and they are starring in a noir-inspired short film promoting the new Fenty product line. Oh. Yeah, so kind it's of called, like Jennifer Lopez. So the sh- yes, exactly. The short film is called "Born to Steal: Yours, Mine, and Ours," promoting the new Fenty Skin product. The video premiered on Fenty Skin and Fenty Beauty's YouTube channels uh, this last Wednesday or this Wednesday morning. So if you want to check it out, it's called "Born to Steal: Yours, Mine, and Ours." So All right. people are getting into these short films, bringing it, bringing themselves to the screens. Um, we talked a lot about just no longer making bedroom movies. We're taking them. That's true. We're no longer making... Just teasing. No longer OnlyFans. It's just yes, short films. Right. There we go. Um, I'm in. Justin Timberlake, uh, he slyly confirmed that NSYNC will be appearing in a song for his upcoming album, Everything I Thought It Was. So a fan, he did a little video on Instagram about the release of his album on March 15th in this extended version. And in the comments section, a fan wrote, Blink Twice... If in sync is on a song called Paradise, so then he followed up that comment with a picture of himself and sunglasses. Took the sunglasses off and he blinked twice. So in oh, sync is going to be on his. He new needs album. them. That, he needs them. This is one hundred percent. He needs goodwill. That's yeah. a Hollywood. He should speak. have it be an entire song. Yeah, and not just a, a like a. Oh. Uh, harmonizing yeah. part. Yeah, yeah a feature. Yeah. You're right. Mm-hmm. That is exactly the Hollywood speak yes. on that one. I love that. And uh, we are running low on time here. Did you guys remember how you brought up in randoms that Powerball winner that got the wrong numbers? Yes, yes, yes. Well, did we ever follow up with that one? No, but he thought he won for three days. Yeah. Yes. And, and think they, about all the people that, that they that wouldn't check and they actually had won and didn't win. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so now, and this came out, you know, about early last week, end of last week. He is now suing the Powerball for $340 million, the number in which he was supposed yep. to win because of uh, he's saying that the administrator should have had this correct. And it's basically that he's suing the organization claiming gross negligence, breach of contract, and emotional distress. 100%. He thought he went for three days. He's only going to get a little part of that. No. I say give him $10,000, call it a day. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Give us a shout out exactly where you're going to be tonight at Bingo again. Oh, if anyone wants to come, oh, I'm yeah. going to be calling Bingo at Mike's Tab, which is right next to Plums on the corner of Randolph and Snelling at 7 o'clock. It's a fundraiser for the Capitals Hockey League in St. Paul. It is um, Jeff's daughters. Three boys play on the team. So um, we're going to be doing that tonight if anyone wants to join me. Nice. I still don't know what I'm supposed to be saying for the bingo. You were going to get that sheet to me, but we, I know you will Panda, by the end of the show. Panda wrote us. So you have to really emphasize 69. Okay. Panda also said before and after was the big one. Okay. And B9 is always funny because it's like benign. Oh, all right. So perfect. we'll look into that. I'll get us try to get us more. But all right, yeah. get us more while we are doing this very important thing. We need colors four, five, six, and Woo-hoo! seven. Who wants to go see pink? We're gonna play finish the line today. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. Just want to remind everybody else because the last show sold out so quickly for pink at the X. Yeah. They added another show. Those tickets go on sale to everybody tomorrow morning at ten a.m. And um, at the X, and um, you'll want to see her. She's that fantastic. It's so worthwhile. She just blows you away. So that is happening. So Grant's going to get the names and numbers. You're going to tell me what to do there. I have to tell you, uh, just I've just got some random crap to throw at you. I do have to uh, think that I, I think that Vanna White is a genius. Okay, tell me what. So she, word on the street is she's doing what, like another year, maybe. she. There's a lot of shakeups happening with Ryan Seacrest. Uh, she's heading to the Wheel of Fortune. With Spin the Wheel, or Wheel of Fortune. Mm-hmm. Yep, with spinthewheel.com. Spin it, spin it hard. <laughs> wheel of Fortune, maybe you've heard of it, is going to Hawaii. and she like is Spin the Wheel. She, Vanna White is now planning on tying the knot with her longtime boyfriend there. And I think when somebody takes advantage of a work trip and makes it, beneficial to them in whatever way like if you make it a honeymoon make it like a family trip or in this case get married girl love you for it relatable queen way to leverage it yes especially if this might be your last season make sure yeah yeah, go get married on the company's dime you have to get a hotel room anyways you might as well just Bring your hubby, bring your fiance. Love it. I do love that. Yeah. I do love that. I don't know. Grant, do you have the names? I can't tell. He's still talking. I've also got to tell you about the ice cream. Oh, what were you talking about? So if you're on a cruise, this ex-cruise ship uh, worker was talking about that. Be a little weird, like like wary when people are having like a mass ice cream party. Okay. Because they've ran out of room in the morgue and they have to make room in the freezer for another body <laughs> that's what this so people have died and they, they have people die on cruises ice- all the time because i mean it's a, thousands of people are on this cruise isn't that wild i heard that on another show today okay that is okay i'm just gonna say i missed it okay but- that's that's okay it's too weird that is weird <laughs> that is weird i don't think 
think it changes my. Uh, nothing's wrong with the well, ice cream just, still. You can still eat the ice cream if it's sharing a house. <gasps> this is the ice cream on a cruise story. It's yeah, because yeah. the morgue needs more room for the bodies. They need more freezer space. That's just terrible. All right, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> yes, it is terrible. Please I don't, move on. All right, who are our guests today? Who All are right, we playing with? So we've got Jen was our fourth caller. Stephanie from yesterday made it in at the fifth caller. James is the sixth caller, and Martha is our seventh caller. So we're going to go to Jen first because she's going to get the first shot. All right, Jen, how are you feeling today? Are you feeling I, lucky? I am feeling super nervous, so we'll <laughs> see how it goes. Oh, good luck. Just, I really think, well, don't trust me because I can't finish one line. <laughs> no, so don't I'm the worst. Her. Everyone agrees I'm the tarot. I hope you're good at this. Good luck, okay? Well, I'll give it a shot. Okay. Thank you. All right, I'm going to play it. Please finish the line. So what? I'm just a rock star. I'm about to rock loose. I don't want you tonight. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, uh-huh. Jen. That's, <laughs> That's okay. Thank you. But I oh, like Jen's how you so sing. Lovely. Yeah, Jen, you're joining us awesome. on Friday to sing along. Good yes, energy. that was so good. Thanks for hanging <laughs> Thank out with you. us. Sorry you didn't win. All right, let's go to Steph. Steph. Hi, how are you? I called in when Patrick called in, or when Patrick was on. I wasn't on this oh, one. I, I thought was you were. it was going to be the trivia thing. <laughs> okay. That's right. Is okay. this Stephanie? This is your Stephanie. You're good and plenty, Stephanie. Oh, hey, hi. Stephanie. Hey, how are you? Okay, that was that was so unexpected and fun. And so sweet. And she did act like the candy was hers, which was I awkward. gave some to these guys. I don't that see any. That is so funny. That, that is, is so funny. Okay, you got, you got my little video? Yes, I did. Okay. Thank you so much. I appreciate Thank it. Posted thank you it on for Instagram for anyone wondering. Thank wow, you for listening. What a coincidence. I know that's so in. wild. All, All right, right here we go, it. Stephanie. I have absolutely no idea. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> oh, you're the best, Stephanie. <laughs> Sorry, Stephanie. I appreciate you. No problem. I'll call it again when I know I I know the song. I don't. I'm like you guys. I don't know the right lyrics. Neither do I. I, I would feel miserably. Thanks for thanks for hanging out with us, though, Stephanie. We <laughs> really appreciate it. Love you. No problem. Have a great day. Okay. Bye-bye. All right, James. James. James, you're James on my talk. <laughs> Hi. Hi. How you doing? Great. Good. I got through. You did get through. All right. Are you feeling lucky? I am. All right, here we go. All right. I got a brand new attitude, and I'm going to wear it tonight. Yes, you are. And then here's back to Jen's line. So, so what? <laughs> We're all singing in a different key, and mine is off. Um, James, congratulations. Have you ever Thank won anything you, from us? I have won a T-shirt, and nice. I've won a hat. Listen, awesome, and now you won pink tickets. You people are going to be jelly. Yeah, James knows exactly what he's wearing to the concert. <laughs> right? Oh, my God. Who are you going to take? Oh, I am taking my beautiful girlfriend, Sarah. Oh, lovely. Wonderful. Well, congratulations and thanks for listening. Thank you. We appreciate it. All right. Grant, get his info. Will do. All right. Um, James pronounced it Brittany really weird. Like, that's a really weird way to pronounce Brittany. What did he he say? He said, I will bring my girlfriend. And he said, yeah, like, I thought I thought he was going to say my name is the joke. And you're not getting. <laughs> yeah, we were, that I'm went like, right over. You can't oh. do that to me and Julia. Yeah, that's a good point. Phew, right over her head. <laughs> I'm not, so what? Because so I'm what? a rock star. I'm that's still right. a rock star. Good job, James. James is still Take singing along. And everyone else, we've got one more day tomorrow. 
Yeah. One more chance tomorrow. Yep, yep. With the other guys. Um, so I hope, hope, hope. I hope everyone wins or just yeah. buy tickets because it is so much fun. It will, yeah. be, it will be finish the line, and I've got a couple options tickets. for them tomorrow. So they okay. can pick which one they want, but be ready awesome. for finish the line tomorrow. We, you know, we're getting close. Should we go to? Yeah, let's take a break. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Thanks for hanging out with us. I want to thank Brittany for filling in this week. I love you. I want to thank Grant for hanging out with us this week. Back it's been at fun. you. Yeah, it totally is. I want to thank my therapist for um, being there for me being this week. Being open late nights for being you. Open at 6.30. Uh, I appreciate it. Telehealth. I, I think that's awesome. Hey, there is something um, happening tonight. There's a new series, and it's called Elsbeth. And it's from the creators of... Um, the Good Wife, The Good Fight, and it was a character, her name is, what did I say her name is? Carrie um, Preston, and mm-hmm. she's this redhead. Yeah. And um, she's an oddball attorney. Her name is Elspeth Tasconi, and she moves to Chicago to start working with the NYPD in Chicago, and she has an uh, just observations that serve that solve cases in a different way. Yeah, I don't think it's NYPD in it, Chicago. It, no, it just says to start working with NYPD. Yeah, because that would be weird if the New York Police Department was in Chicago. Why are there so many typos and everything that that's we get? That's insane. I know, that's not you, but I literally had to stop and go. She moves from Chicago to New York okay. to start working with NYPD. Sorry, I literally just was like. Just a filler. Just, just I had, a filler word. I had that moment like of going. That doesn't make sense. That, I agreed with you while I read it. I, I, yeah, that's wild. And, and but that movie, I mean, the show looks good. It does. It's on CBS Tonight, so that's starting, and it's at 9 o'clock here. And then the other one, if anyone watched, and I think a lot of people have watched it now because it moved to Netflix, The Tourist, mm. um, with Jamie Dornan. It was a quirky show on Max that I watched a couple of years ago, and then they yeah. just moved it to Netflix. But the second season... Um, is on Netflix. Okay. So Max must have dumped it and Netflix picked it up and paid for the making of the second season. That happens a lot. I, I mean, th- especially, it's kind of like you get a second chance because they've already done the market research and mm-hmm. they see the call that the fans are making and that they would get all these fans automatically. It's kind of ingenious. I'm hoping there's a couple shows like the OA that I want to be picked up. What's the OA? Oh, my God. What's just, that on? It's on Netflix. Don't write it down. Oh, my God. Don't write it down. It's a weird <laughs> I'm thinking one. of Overeaters Anonymous. OA. No, no, no. The OA is like this really, it's like very, if you love it, you love it. And uh, most people do not. But the people that love it, like they ended on a cliffhanger. And I'm like waiting for what network is going to finish that show for me. Oh, isn't that? See, and when you say that, sorry to interrupt, that's exactly what Netflix did for too long is they threw a lot of shows at yeah. the wall. And they had some great ones that just didn't, that had some big time follow, not large following, but very like 
like like our listeners, you know, very they love the show, passionate about the show, but then they weren't getting these huge numbers, so then they would stop them. So I feel like they put that aside, and now we're just kind of picking up things that are less risk re- involved, yeah, and are getting this resurgence. Suits, for example, this well, they're is just us, regurgitating ex- things, yeah. But Royal it's cheap, pants. It's, cheap, oh. it's cheaper than the alternative of spending billions on shows that end up being canceled because that was Netflix's big problem in my eyes. There was a lot of shows that. Never got finished. Oh, my God, Grant. You know, I forgot to tell you. They are redoing a remake of Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's no Dead. No way. Yes. And I can't believe I didn't show it. It's because oh. I rolled in late today. There is a trailer for it and everything. Uh, yeah, it's... For the got, new one? Yes. There's a, And Nicole Richie is one of the... Not playing one of the kids, but is playing a boss. Remember when, like, when um, mm-hmm. Christina Applegate has to get a job and yeah. has that boss? Uh, and it hit all sorts of nostalgia for everybody. So I feel like that's going to be fun. That movie, 1991. Oh, yeah. my God. Oh, I love it. I love it. One. Remember yesterday I was telling you about the greatest love story never told documentary about the making of the movie This Is Me Now, Jennifer Lopez yeah. movie? It's got 100% on Rotten Tomatoes Dang. from critics and from viewers. It's 97%. Okay. I'm telling you, this is the most satisfying documentary. And I agree with you, and I haven't watched it yet. Now that reminds me, I just got goosebumps because I'm excited to watch it because <laughs> I loved the, 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 the movie. Yeah. Why is the movie not doing well? And why is the album not doing well? But the documentary about how those were both made is perfect. So well, it just happens, came out, right? and the documentary is a peek inside. We really get to... Yeah. We... See Jennifer Lopez not being in a rom com, not faking yeah. things, just being real. Yeah, and you see her relationship with Ben Affleck. There's a lot of curiosity there. Yeah, the order too, like you said yesterday, I think played a huge part. Yeah, I I just think you'll see this, and you may want to go watch the movie now. But good. It, I hope it hope it's people. really good. It's on Prime. It's mm. really good for people who don't have a life. We're here for you. <laughs> we're gonna give you what to watch, when to watch it. Eugene Levy is on Jimmy Kimmel tonight. Oh, oh fun. Grant, did you watch uh, Sydney Sweeney on... Yes. Fa- yeah. On, on Fallon. I, she was just boobalicious. And that's so funny because mm-hmm. there was a story on Barstool that Jimmy... They said Jimmy Kimmel should be given an award for keeping his eyes above. Yeah. You know, that used to piss me off as a woman with larger breasts. I'm sorry for laughing. But at men him. would just look... And I yeah. was a candy girl. Yeah. Given the good and plenties. <laughs> Selling the candy at the Highland Movie Theater, and I'd be like, you know, they'd all order from my chest because we wore these very tight red dre- nylon dresses with oh pockets, God. and it was a zipper at the front. And I'd be with just, I just wanted to put the middle finger between my breasts and say, just look me in the eyes, please. Oh, because everyone would order looking at my breasts. I'm yeah. sorry. I no, it's it's I, a guy, yep. it's a guy thing. I get even it. Even no, even thing. Sydney Sweeney's were. I mean, they're. I couldn't stop looking at. They're mm-hmm. they're immaculate. They mm-hmm. are. She's lovely. gorgeous, and yeah, and I don't know. I just I don't know that I love her. What I love I know her. It. I do too. I'm into her. I love her on Euphoria I, so much. Euphoria she does a good job. So even in in um uh oh, what's the one with on HBO? It's the third season of it is filming now. White Lotus. Even when she was the little yes. bratty girl in White Lotus, yeah, she, was she was just perfect in that role. The only she thing that she good. didn't do good in was Madam Web, and we can forget that one. And did you see that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. My review of that one was, and you weren't here for that, but yeah. it was pretty good. It was basically in a world where you can convince me of anything, anything in the Marvel Universe. You can convince me that there's multiples of people, aliens possessing people. I could not be convinced of what was going on in that movie. Dang. That bad. I have something for you. 
This was a Hollywood speak. I forgot to give Ooh, you. Oh got? yeah, give um, it to Jack you. Antonoff, who is Taylor Swift's producer on mm-hmm. most of her albums. Yep. Said this about Kanye West, who keeps attacking her. Yeah. He just needs his diaper changed so badly. <laughs> I love that. Isn't that the best? He uh, just needs his diapers changed so badly. He, I love him so much, and that is such a good quote. He's married to, what is her name, Margaret? Margaret Qualley. And she has been everywhere lately. Isn't she in something? She is walking for the Chanel line. But, like, she really, she is so delightful on interviews, and I have not... Her mom is, you know, Allie, Mc, Allie McDowell. Yeah. Andy McDowell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Andy, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, She's so lovely. I've never, I've not seen her in an interview until as, as of recent, then I saw, Poor like, things. five. Um, Yeah, she's, yeah. yeah. That's, that's the daughter's in that. Yeah, and, like... I'm just telling you, I'm like, you are delightful. I still, nice? I fell in love with her in Leftovers when she was the daughter. <gasps> oh, yeah. She was great. Yeah. God, that show, I, I forgot about that one. That had a satisfying ending. It did. Highly recommend if you're looking for... That was for- HBO, right? Mm-hmm. Sun, like a Sunday night HBO show? Yeah. I think? Yeah. Yeah. Highly recommend. Highly. What are you going to watch? T- You're going to be blowing bingo tonight. I'm going to be doing bingo. I might Th- go Strangers with Candy. That's kind of my... Oh, Grant, if you could... Where did you find it? Me? Yeah. I haven't found it yet. I just if you can find where I, yeah, I'll text you. I peed my pants watching it's that back so in the day. Funny. I'll, I'll text you. Strangers with Candy is a, a <laughs> cult a, classic. It's for a deep sure. cut. I know. It's Thanks, so guys. Funny. Everybody have a great night.